Are you a kiddo who dreams? Kinky dreams? Dreams of wearing pants like the ones you grew up with? Well, golly gee, dream no more. Kinky Dreams specializes in printing cute vintage designs of diaper prints, superheroes, and cartoon characters on adult diapers. These handcrafted pants will leave you feeling your full baby fantasy. If you want to get your grabby hands on one of these one-of-a-kind diapers, make sure to use promo code PLAYTIME for 10% off all Kinky Dreams products. Kinky Dreams, making your little dreams come true. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsies Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. How was everyone's week? I had an interesting therapy session last week. Um, so my therapist knows I wear diapers, and he knows about this podcast. And the reason I told him was I think that if I can tell him everything about me, then then we can figure out, you know, things that might be affecting my mental health. And he noticed when I told him that I wore diapers, he would say, you know, Newsy. I mean, he doesn't call me Newsy. He calls me by my real name. But he would say, you know, Newsy, you know, you're, you're very proud that you wear diapers and you're very proud of being part of this community, but you always put the word but at the end of it. And I was like, I do? And he said, yeah, he, you know, I would say like, you know, I'm very proud I wear diapers. I have this podcast, but it's not this, you know, or, you know, I'm very proud I wear diapers, but it's not that. And he was saying that, you know, maybe there's an underlying sense of shame. And it got me thinking, I was like, you know, maybe there is an underlying sense of shame. I'm not shameful that I wear diapers. I guess I'm just, you know, thinking about the person on the other end of the conversation. And that led into... Another thing that he noticed that I do a lot is that I always try to predict what another person is going to react to, right? Like, I think we can, for, for some of us who have told our partners that we wear diapers, you know, there's that sense of, at least for me, there was that sense of fear, like, oh gosh, what happens if he rejects me? And what my therapist was saying was, at least for me, I need to stop predicting what the other person or how the other person is going to react that, you know, it's not helping me mentally. So, you know, how about I just present what I want and wait for the other person to react, right? So he was saying that, you know, maybe in the future or maybe the next time I talk about my kink to a stranger, just say, hey, I like to wear diapers and they make me feel sexy. Or if you're going to tell your partner, you know, say the same thing, you know, I wear diapers, they're a form of comfort and they make me feel sexy and they make me feel secure. And then wait for your partner or your strength or, you know, your other kingster to respond. And then from there, you take it from there. You know, he was saying that, you know, it doesn't do anyone any good if you're presenting a thing that you're so passionate about in such a weird negative light. And the more I thought about it, the more I agreed. So going forward, I am I am going to be the proudest little diaper boy I know how to be. In the last episode of Newsy's Nook, I talked about a musician who is writing a song about our community, and more specifically, a song about his interaction with our community. Parker Schaffel is a punk musician who stumbled upon a Diaper First Twitter post about messing his diaper at a punk festival. Parker responded to the Diaper First saying he can fill his diaper while listening to his music. 
The response to that reply was positive, so much so Parker has decided to write a song about it. So I wanted to bring Parker into Newsy's Nook to talk about his interaction with our community, what he has learned, and his new upcoming song, Live and Let Pee. You come across this tweet from a diaper fur and, you know, he's talking about messing his diaper. What was what was your reaction? You know, most people could have just skipped over it, but you actually decided to promote your music to that tweet. I, I did, Newsy. And the reason I decided that is because I, you know, I don't really care. As long as somebody is talking about punk music on Twitter, I feel like that's an in for me to be able to promote my music. Uh, so you know, that, that one, uh, diaper fur had, had put out, you know, you're at a punk rock music festival blasting the best music possible. And I thought to myself, yeah, punk music is some of the best music possible. I'm also a metal fan, but you know, this is really great music. And if this person thinks that punk music is great, then I'm going to promote my music. And I I don't want to just tweet the same copied tweet to everybody. I want to make it somewhat personal and somewhat relatable to what they were tweeting about. So I saw this comment about a, a bulging diaper, and I thought, you know, while your diaper is bulging, here's some new punk music to listen to. Right, trying to trying to be as relatable yeah. as possible. And and in that moment, you know, I didn't really, I'm, I'm being honest, I didn't think one thing or another. I didn't think it was real. I didn't think it was fake. I I, I didn't know if it was serious or a joke. I just kind of was playing into whatever it was. And saying, okay, I'm going to post this and I'm going to move on to the next tweet that mentions punk music and and kind of go from there. Had you heard of Diaper Furs or the ABDL community at large before this before this Twitter post? Not at all. This was entirely foreign to me. So when I got that that kind of that retweet with the screenshot of my tweet, I thought, oh, wow, this is this is a real thing. You're like, um, I've tapped I into saw something the number that I've of, never seen before. Right. I mean, I saw the likes and the comments and everything that was that was kind of coming around. And um, so, no, I had I had never heard of the of the community before. When you started seeing the tweets roll in and you started seeing all these profiles, what was your reaction seeing seeing the traction that this tweet was getting? There were a few things. First was. I was just really glad that people were engaging with something that was related to my music. And that was really big. Um, There is, you know, I've been a a self solo musician for about five years, Um, starting in 2017 on inauguration day when former president Trump was inaugurated, I launched my first EP for a solo project called Truth Assassin which was an anti-Trump uh, punk music effort that I was putting out. And I eventually had that EP. I had another album later that year. I had a couple more EPs that I did while he was in office. And all I ever wanted to do with that or with this stuff for everything sideways was just get people to listen. So the fact that there was a, a Twitter conversation going on about my music was something that was really special to me. The second thing I noticed was, you know, in the original post that had the screenshot of my initial tweet, it said, you know, I I checked and he's definitely not a diaper fur. And I thought to myself, well, what the hell's a diaper fur? So I, of course, you know, I asked, you know, my favorite uncle, Uncle Google. And I Mm -hmm. said, you know, Google, what's a diaper fur? And I found that it was a a community of uh, 
you know, what I read at least was a community of adults who like to wear diapers occasionally for either a sexual fetish or just because they like to or whatever. Um, and that that's when I learned the, the acronym uh, ABDL and what that stood for. Uh, so, you know, I, I started to learn and I said, okay, well, you know, that that's cool. Kind of like whatever y'all want to do for you. Now, it was an interesting thing for me because I have two small kids. One of them, I just potty trained. Another one is still young enough to be in diapers. Um, so the idea of, of anybody choosing to wear a diaper, it was a very foreign concept to me when I've been, you know, cleaning up diapers myself for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's kind of your first thought. But your second thought is y'all are, you know, grown ass adults. You do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy. And, you know, who am I to judge? Who's anybody to judge what a consenting adult does with their own body? And, you know, the reason that that comes is because, you know, I know a lot of people who have been judged for their views, been judged for the way that they look, the way that they judge for the way that they think. And it's just not needed. There's just no need for it. Um, if you're an adult, you get to make the choices that impact you. And that was my second thought when I was going through that, you know, kind of like, Hey, not for me, but if this is what makes you happy, um, then, then that's great. And, and I'm, I'm happy that, that you're happy. And and that was kind of how I kind of came full circle with that, that tweet and learning about the community. Um, it's just that people were engaging with my music. I was learning about a culture and a sub community that I didn't know existed. And it expanded my mind uh, to, to learn something new that I didn't know while people were enjoying what I was doing. And I thought it was a really kind of like symbiotic situation there. Right. In a lot of ways, music can almost, you know, bridge the gap, find common ground, so to speak. That, that's a great point. And it, and it did. And I think there was a tweet that said that uh, there was somebody who said, I wear diapers I listened to punk music. Never did I think these two would come together like this before. Right. And I, I th- thought to myself, that's, that's something that's really special. I'm really glad that I was able to tap into something. Um, and like I said, learn, learn for myself about a community that I didn't know existed as well as, you know, make people happy and feel some emotion with some music that, you know, I'm proud that I put out. Right. So much so you wrote a blog post about it. And one of the quotes you have in your blog post that, I don't want to say made me cry, but made me take pause and say, wow, this is a really powerful moment is one of your quotes was they're not pushing their views on others. They are not harming children. They're just adults making choices that they want to make good for them. Um, As you may have seen in your research, there's a lot of misconceptions, you know, about this kink. And, you know, for you as someone that doesn't indulge in this kink had just found out about it to make that statement of, you know, they're not pushing their views on others, they're not harming anyone, they're just adults doing what they want to do. To me, I'm, my reaction is, you know, how did you come to that conclusion? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. And I, I can tell you that I, I didn't just write it because I truly meant it. And there were a couple of reasons I came to that. Number one is when I was looking at a number of your Twitter profiles, the, the profiles themselves were very upfront about saying nobody under 18, not suitable for work, do not DM me, 
you know, maybe this contains pornographic content or something, right? And, and when you're upfront and explicit about being explicit, that's not a, it's not a ruse to try to get children in, right? That's number one. So that, that's the first thing that kind of made me realize that this group is not, you know, trying to, you know, go after children or trying to do something like that. Mm -hmm. The second thing is I kind of took maybe uh, call it your side in this of saying just by when I learned what the diaper fur community was, I thought to myself, I bet you that people come after them and ostracize them because there was something they're going to accuse them of wanting to, you know, they're going to accuse them of pedophilia or child abuse or something like that. So I, I had an immediate reaction to that saying, I, I bet you that that's not the case. And then the third thing is that, you know, I know a number of people in some other underground communities. And some of those communities have been accused of child abuse, um, harming children, killing children, that sort of thing. And um, so I, I know first and second hand what it's like for people to be accused of something like that when it is entirely unfounded. Um, so that's why I wanted to make it very clear in that post to at least any reader or any of my friends who would read it, that it was clear to me that your community was a community of adults who did not want to engage with children under any circumstance because of the warnings that you would put on your content and my experiences with the other underground groups that I know and people's experiences in being accused of harming children in those communities as well. Right. And it's so and it's so easy just to make those little posts to make it, you know, so obvious for people who are, you know, outside looking in um, when you did tell your friends and, you know, when your friends saw your blog post about this, I mean, what was what was their reaction to uh, one one your interaction and then two fi discovering that, you know, there's people out there who are adults wearing diapers. The first thing that came from that was there was this general interest and excitement that, you know, my music went, quote unquote, viral, you know, for at, le at least a sub community of the Internet. Um, so people were generally excited that I was just getting people to to listen to my music. The friends that I told, um, you know, directly, some of my better friends that I, I called and I told them the story of what happened, the first words out of their mouth were, holy shit, that's awesome. That is awesome, right? Everybody just loved it. There was no judgment from anybody's part. The um, other piece to that is when I posted the blog, um, I, I don't know exactly how many hits I got from my Facebook page. I haven't looked into the analytics on my website on it because when I posted it, your community and, and, and a lot of your friends also shared it and retweeted it, which I think got a lot of interest as well, which I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. um, but normally when I post a blog, it's I just put it on my own social so I can easily see you know, where people are coming from. Um, and my blogs will get anywhere, but I don't know, 20, 30, sometimes 100 views, something like that. This time, I don't know how many it got but the reactions that I got, for example, on a Facebook page or, you know, something like that 
the the comments were you know parker this is really great and really cool that you were able to engage in in this community and and learn something new uh because the the caption to the post that i linked to in my my facebook profile said basically you know this was a really exciting weekend for me and i just need to be honest that when if you read this blog you need to come into it with an open mind because this is a a community of people who has been ostracized and and would be judged um and i like i said the comments came in of saying parker this is really great you know what a great perspective you provide here it just goes to show that you know you can really respect everybody and like we were saying before you know these are adults making adult decisions and and good for them right well that i mean that's just amazing that your friends were so excited for you and they had they they too also had an open mind and i and i'm that seems like the overarching theme of this whole experience is that you had an open mind your friends had an open mind and then on the flip side of that, you know, a community of kinksters also had an open mind to your music. Yes. <laughs> and I, I'm very grateful for that. Newsy. I really am like that is it was the coolest thing to just see, you know, get some extra followers to my music pages. And and one of your one of your community members even went to my website and bought a T-shirt for $10 more than I was charging for it. I was charging $7 for my t-shirts. Mm -hmm. One of them bought it for $17. Wow. Because you have the option to do that on, on a Bandcamp page. And I just thought to myself, you know, the, the person put the note in that said, you know, I just, I, I listened, I saw the Twitter stuff. I really like your music. And that's why I wanted to get a t-shirt. Like, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, that's the coolest thing. Um, and, but then back to your original point, you know, you are who you surround yourself with. And, um, I like to surround myself with people who are inclusive and, and focus on diverse and, and equitable and inclusive mindsets and thought processes. It's something that we teach our children. Uh, my wife and I, um, you know, I work for a, a nonprofit organization that has a, a, a very, strong focus on diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. And to me, you know, as a, you know, punk rock, you know, I also am the lead singer of a Slayer uh, tribute band. Um, mm -hmm. I ride a motorcycle. I was in the military. I worked at the CIA for 13 years. Um, I've seen some shit in life, you know, but to, I just want to surround myself with people who are going to add value and see the world similarly to me, not entirely the same, right? Cause then you get, then you get blinders on, right. but at least have those shared common values of acceptance and compassion and respect for others. Um, and that's kind of the whole thing is when I, I saw you all as a community of respectful people who were just doing things that made them happy. I mean, that's, that, that's just what really resonated with me because that's, that's what life's about. Right. Let's turn now to, you had such a great experience that you're like, let's write a song. Yes. And according to your Twitter, you want to call it 
Live and Let Peak. Can you tell me about the process of writing the song and is it done yet? Sure. Uh, so to answer your second question first, uh, the song is just about done. Um, I don't want to push it out too soon because in the songwriting process, you know, you iterate, right? And you start with something basic and you say, well, can I add a, a fill here? Can I add a drum roll here? Can I add something here? Maybe a bass line, maybe harmonized vocal somewhere. Eventually you get to the point of kind of diminishing returns where you say, okay, this is, this is kind of good enough. Um, so the song is, is I would say 80 to 90% complete. Um, and the reason why I wanted to write a song about it is because, you know, like we talked about before, it was very cool to have a community that was so interested in my music. I've never had that before. And as a, as a creative person in general, I just wanted to not pay it back. Like I, I don't really believe in payback, but you can pay it forward. And I just wanted to put something out there that, you know, I thought would be both, you know, respectful of the community as well as, um, you know, kind of supporting the community, uh, in a sense. Um, so, uh, the, I could go through like some of the lyrics. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Is if, there any lyrics you, you can give like, us? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if I'm, if I'm ready to, to sing it yet, but here's kind of the, the first, uh, first lyric, first set of lyrics. So I uh, did not know what a diaper fur was till I sent a tweet to a random one. Like to wear pamps all day long. That's why I wrote this punk rock song. Full of fluff and young and old, wearing dipes out on the road. Some for sex and some for fun. Just let them go and move along. And then I have the chorus as they don't bother you, so don't bother them. Just let them be free, live and let pee. Wow. The, the, the second uh, verse comes in. Mm -hmm. Much respect to all of you for doing what you want to do. Just because it's not for me, we can still be friends now, can't you see? Tweet at me anytime. It's just another little rhyme. A BDL, you know them now, so don't go off and have a cow. And then there's a chorus and some other stuff in the song, but that's that's basically the the base of the lyrics. So what what do you think? Well, the first thing that pops out at me is you said the word pamps. Yeah. And that's like that's like that's like a, you know, when you're in the community you can say, you know, pamps and stuff and it's it just is mind blowing that you would use that word cuz I'm like where that, would he have heard that word pamps? Well, that's where I got it from. That's wow, you really just did look, your research. Just looking at your Twitter, yeah, just looking at your Twitter feeds and that sort of thing. And I love that it's like slightly your experience happening but also like you like this could totally be like a little bit of an anthem of just being open-minded to this yeah. to the whole thing. Exactly. It's, you know, they don't bother you. So don't bother them. Let them go free, live in, let pee. And, you know, it's, it's, I could probably play some of it. I don't know how well it will come through. Um, Ooh, can we at least podcast. try? Yeah, sure. Let me, um, let me open up my, uh, my audio interface here and see if I can, uh, okay. See if I can get it. Um, so, so basically, uh, you know, it's, I was thinking, what type of vibe do I want the song to be? And, you know, I thought I could go with kind of like a, people like make it playful because I've noticed that a lot of your, um, your Twitter avatars are kind of these playful furry characters, mm -hmm. um, you know, cartoonish in a sense. And I thought, you know, I could go like, not necessarily 
you know, cartoonish, but you know, something with like a more of a, a pop punk vibe. Right. And I, I decided to actually go with more of like a hardcore punk vibe. Um, and I don't know if that was because I was inspired by some of the more hardcore nature of, of some of the tweets that I saw just as I was writing it, but it just kind of like how the, the lyrics and, and how the, um, how the guitar riffs came out and, and how it evolved and iterated, uh, over time. So I'm going to turn up the volume on my speakers. Wow. Did that work? Yeah, it worked. It was really good. Absolutely. So that is a very uh, unmixed and rough version of it. Um, obviously, once I you know get to the point where I'm satisfied with the song overall, I have the fills, I have the the transitions, everything that I want. Um, then I'll, I'll just go into to record mode. Um, sometimes it you know takes 25 times to record a guitar track. Sometimes you get it right in three tries. Uh, so, um, but that's the start of it. Wow, I love it. And you know what? I was also loving what you were saying in the beginning. Like, you know, do I make it playful? Do I make it? And you decided to go hardcore punk. That's such the duality in kinks, right? Or even in a lot of things, right? We're adults, but we wear diapers, right? There's that. There's, you know, the being adult, but wearing diapers. And then, you know, even within that, it's, you know, big muscly guys, but also wearing diapers, right? It's that whole duality. And I, and I feel like you kind of touch on that when you're, you know, talking about this community, but you're making it hardcore, you know, punk. That's, that's a very interesting way of putting it. And I have to admit that I didn't really think about it that way, but, but now that you mention it, it does make, you know, a lot of sense. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that, you know, I was able to do something that in a sense kind of represents, like you said, the duality of, of, some of your daily life in a sense. And it, and it's so honest too, right? You you could have you could have played the trope of, oh, you know, there are people who wear diapers, so maybe I should make it more, you know, playful songy, but you were like, no, this is, you know, your experience and so you you want to it, you want it to represent you as well, and so you went that route. And because I think it it is so honest, I think it resonates both with you and I feel like once you do release it, I think it'll resonate with a lot of other people within this community. Well, that that's awesome, and uh, I'm I'm glad you think that way. I appreciate it. I hope it does. Uh, you know, this was just an opportunity for me to to really do a couple of things. Number one is just be creative, right? So any reason I have to to be creative, to create something new, to come up with a new guitar riff, to write new lyrics, um, I, it's just a very special thing to me. Um, and the other thing is it gave me the opportunity to learn about something I, I didn't know and trying to figure out how do you put those two together to make it something coherent and enjoyable. And at the same time is something that I'm proud of. Good. Well, I am. So I cannot wait to hear live and let P once it's released. 
Excellent. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad you all are, are good with the, the title. That's why I wanted to put it out and just kind of, you know, when I tweeted that, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, it was, it was cool with you all. And, and uh, I got a lot of responses like, yes, that's the perfect um, name because, you know, there's a, a bit of a, you know, the, um, the, the double meaning there, right? You know, right. The, the whole point of this is just, Hey, live and let be. And, you know, then I thought to myself, no, live and let pee, because that's just what they're about. So that's, it just works out uh, really well. So um, I, I, like I said, I'm hoping that, uh, that, that, that people like it in your community, outside of your community. Um, I, I'm working on another song too, so I might release both at the same time, um, maybe on like a, you know, a two track EP or technically a single or something like that. So um, I'm really looking forward to, to finishing the process. And I can't wait to hear what your friends are going to have to say. And yeah, their they reaction. Don't, yeah, I don't know if uh, if any of them really know. I mean, of course, I I put that in the the blog post, um, but you know, I'll be honest with you, Newsy. Not a lot of my my friends listen to my music. Um, I, you know, my it, my music is. Let me just say this: a lot of my music is, you know, it, it's punk, it's '90s style kind of punk or skate punk. There's not a lot of people I know in my community these days who listen to that type of music. Um, I play a lot of, you know, heavy metal as well, and I have a, I have a metal community uh, that I know. Um, I, I have a number of people in, in goth communities and, and other underground communities that just don't really listen to, to punk music. So I don't have a lot of friends who are itching to get, you know, the new stuff from, from everything sideways. Uh, so think of this as not so much for, for them, but really for you all and, and for the punk community in general, which, you know, going back to some of those tweets, you know, punk has always been an accepting culture, uh, a, a culture that stood up against wrongs. You know, I always think back to, you know, the, the days of the dead Kennedys and, you know, Nazi punks fuck off. Like they're making a very, very strong stand on fascism and neo-Nazis. And, and that was, you know, one of the driving forces of punk in the 1980s. So, like I said, just kind of going back to it, I, this is, I, I'm interested to see what my, what my friends think of it. My wife, I can tell you, thinks it's super cool that I'm doing it. She's always been my biggest fan and I really appreciate that. It's one of the things I, I love about her the most. Um, but I'm just excited to see really what, what your community thinks about it and, and how much it resonates with you all. Well, you're going to have to send it to me as soon as it's released because I want to share the F out of this. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I can't wait. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I work a day job. Um, you know, I do a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, I, I'm working on another book right now. But whenever I get, you know, five, 10 minutes, you know, I'll come down and I'll, I'll if I think of something in a song, I'll, I'll add it in or I'll, I'll put it down in a recording either on my phone or in my you know, recording system real quick and I'll add it in later and try and splice and dice and, and just get the best thing I can. And once I get to a place where I'm, I'm good with it, then it's, then I'll spend that time to record it and, and I get it out and I don't care. You know, it, let me put it this way. People say, well, Oh, you know, it costs you money to do it and distribution. And what if you get CDs printed or other stuff? Hey, I do it because I enjoy it. Right. I treat my music as a hobby, not as a, a money making operation. So if you think about it like any other hobby, you do it because you enjoy it and it brings you joy and it's something that you value. So that's why you spend money on it. 
So I have no problem spending more money to distribute this song and, and get it out and promote it. Um, and as with any of my music, because it's just something that I really enjoy doing. Well, we can't wait. Thank you, Parker, for coming to Newsy's Nook. Where can Pete one? Where can people find you on social medias, and where can they listen to your music? Uh, Newsy, let me say first, thank you very much uh, for having me. This has been an incredible experience. Like I said, really eye-opening uh, for me to learn about your community and your culture. Uh, so thank you for welcoming me into to your world. Uh, number two, um, I encourage people to check out my website, parkershaffle.com, P-A-R-K-E-R-S-C-H-A-F-F-E-L.com. Um, but if you want to find me on social media, at Twitter, at P Schaffle, P-S-C-H-A-F-F-E-L. I'm on Instagram at the same thing. Um, and uh, my, my band, my punk band, is called Everything Sideways. It's on every streaming service, paid, unpaid, free, YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, everything. So if you like punk music, 90s style, kind of skate punk, maybe a little bit of hardcore, maybe a little pop punk in there sometimes, I encourage everybody out there, check out Everything Sideways. It would mean the world to me if you just gave it a listen because that's what keeps me going. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Parker. Newsy, thank you so much for having me. Bye. In this week's Newsies News, the new ABU Little Kings in Alpha Gator Z diapers are now available to purchase in packs in the U.S., U.K., and E.U. For kiddos in the U.S., ABU says if you buy a pack now, expect your order to be shipped by at least February 15th. If you want your order shipped sooner, ABU says expedited shipping is available for purchase. As for the kiddos who haven't received their sample packs yet, ABU says they're fulfilling those orders oldest to newest. Any issues with the website or ordering, please visit abucares.com. Also in Newsies News, Diaper Fancy is hosting an Indie Dream World Takeover March 11th through the 13th. Join them for a weekend of fun with other ABDL friends at the Dream World Convention in Indianapolis. More information, contact Diaper Fancy. Lights Out Barks Out, a body-positive, kink-positive, pet play, furry, and gender-inclusive event is coming to Columbus, Ohio. More information is coming soon. And if you're in New York, get ready. Pup Kenzo says the Littles Party is coming back. More information also coming soon. All right, kiddos, before we go, did you see that Twitter poll that Playtime posted? It asked, which side of the diaper do you start on? The left side or the right side. 48% of people said the left side and 52% of people said the right side. And because I'm a child, I didn't know what side I started on. So I had to go to the bathroom while I was at work and pretend to put on a diaper. And I found out I start on the left side. But when you look at the Twitter post, the majority of people, I would say almost everyone who, who commented on this poll said, one thing is for sure you start with the bottom tabs. All right, kiddos, if you want to continue to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at NewsyBaby. Make sure to check out that link in bio for my Just For Fans, and make sure to use promo code NewsyBaby at the Playtime store for a discount. All right, kiddos, I gotta go change. See ya. Bye.
read? I don't know how to read, but I heard Playtime has a new bi-weekly online kink magazine. It's called Play Zine. Yeah, I heard if I knew how to read, I could read about different fetish lifestyles, events, entertainment, and news. I guess I gotta go to the Playtime website to practice my reading skills.